Second Adventure of the Fall of the Nibelungs by Anonymous, translated by Margaret Armour. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Second Adventure Concerning Siegfried There grew up in the Netherland a rich king's child, whose father hied Siegmund and his mother Sieglind, in a castle high and famous called Xanten, down by the Rhine's side. Goodly was this knight by my troth, his body without blemish, a strong and valiant man of great worship. Abroad through the whole earth went his fame. The hero hight Siegfried, and he rode boldly into many lands. Ha! in Burgundy, I trow, he found warriors to his liking. Or he was a man grown, he had done marvels with his hand, as is said and sung, albeit now there is no time for more were thereof. Of his best days there were many wonders to tell how he waxed in goodliness and honour. His, too, was the love of women. As was seemly for such a one, his breeding was well seen to, and of his nature likewise he was virtuous. His father's land was famed for his worth, for in all things he was right noble. When he was of an age to ride to the court, the people saw him gladly, and wedded wives and maids were alike fain that he should tarry there. By order of Siegmund and Sieglind he was richly clad, and without guards he was suffered not to ride abroad. They that had him in charge were wise men versed in honour, to the end that he might win thereby liegemen and lands. Now he was grown a stark youth, of stature and strength to bear weapons. He lacked nothing needful thereto, and inclined him already to the wooing of women. Nor did these find the fair youth amiss. So Siegmund his father cried a high tide, and word thereof came to the kingdoms that were round about. To strangers and to friends alike he gave horses and apparel, and wheresoever they found one of knightly birth, that youth they bade to the high tide, to be dubbed a knight with Siegfried. Many wonders might one tell of that high tide, and rightly Siegmund and Sieglind won glory from the gifts of their hand, by reason whereof a multitude rode into the land. To four hundred sworded knights and to Siegfried was given rich apparel. Full many a fair damsel ceased not from working with her needle for his sake. Precious stones without stint they set in gold, and embroidered them with silk on the vest of the proud youth. He was little loath thereto, and the king bade them set places for many a hero the midsummer that Siegfried became a knight. The rich squires and great knights drew to the minster. Meet is it that the old help the young, even as they in their day were holpen. The time sped in merriment and sports. First, God to honour, they sang mass. Then the people pressed in hard to behold the youths dubbed knights with such pomp and high observance as we see not the like of nowadays. Then they ran where they found saddled horses, and the noise of tourney was so great at Siegmund's court that palace and hall echoed therewith, for there was a mighty din of heroes. From old and young came the noise of hurtling and of broken shafts whizzing in the air, and from warring hands flew splintered lances as far as the castle. Men and women looked on at the sport. Then the king bade stay the tilting, and they led off the horses. Many shields lay broken, and strewed on the grass were jewels from shining bucklers fallen in the fray. The guests went in, and sat down as they were bidden, and over the choice meats and good wine, drunk to the full, they parted from their weariness. Friends and strangers were entreated with equal honour. Albeit they ceased not from tilting all the day, the mummers and the minstrels took no rest, but sang for gold, and got it. 
wherefore they praised the land of Siegmund. The king enfiefed Siegfried with lands and castles, as in his youth his father had enfiefed him, and to his sword-fellows he gave with full hand, that it rejoiced them to be come into that country. The high tide endured seven days. Sieglind, the wealthy queen, did according to old custom. She divided red gold among her guests for love of her son, that she might win their hearts to him. Among the minstrels none were needy. Horses and raiment were as free as if they that gave had but a day to live. Never company gave readier. So the high tide ended with glory, and the rich lords were well minded to have Siegfried to their prince. While Siegmund and Sieglind lived, their son, that loved them, desired not to wear the crown, but only, as a brave man, to excel in strength and might. Greatly was he feared in the land, nor durst any chide him, for from the day he bare arms he rested not from strife. Yea, in far countries, and for all time, his strong hand won him glory. End of the Second Adventure